I'm very excited for a Hillary Kennedy appearance on Stu Does America this evening. Uh, so make sure you watch for that. It's Can't wait. We're very exciting. <laughs> uh, I want to tell you about Home Title Lock. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it is shocking that your home can be stolen uh, easily. And it, it's true, though, and it's happened to thousands and thousands of people. Not your home literally, but your home when you're talking about the equity inside, the ownership of it, which is, of course, the most important thing when it comes to your financial future. Uh, in an instant, uh, legally, uh, I mean, it looks legal on paper. Um, that thieves can make it look like a legal transfer has happened, and then they have control of your equity. They have control of everything, really, when it comes to your financial future. How do you get it back? Well, you can go all the way through the entire process and try to somehow magically get it back uh, with legal issues and everything else. Or you can just have Home Title Lock and never have to worry about it uh, from the beginning. Home Title Lock can protect you from this. Nobody else can, including identity theft and banks and insurance and all that. HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go. Uh, Use the code BEC uh, for get one month of free uh, protection. Again, it's BEC for one month of free protection at HomeTitleLock.com. Go there now and register hometitlelock.com is the place to go hometitlelock.com America and welcome to the program. We have a don't miss show for you today. A whistleblower has been uh, found dead in California. This whistleblower is a guy who we have used as a source for a very long time. He is um, he was a friend of mine and I do not believe that he killed himself may have but I find it extraordinarily difficult to believe that. I'll start with that in just a second. Also, an update on the coronavirus. It looks like it is now becoming a pandemic. And a Bernie Sanders win. What does this mean for America? I told you in 2009, they want to tell you. They want to tell you who they are. Boy, are they ever. In a new article in mainstream media they don't mind laying out all the cards and telling you exactly what's coming your way the question is will america listen it's monday we begin in one minute this is the glenbeck program All right, we have a minute to say this, so listen carefully. It's really important. Debt often climbs because people don't pay attention to it. And you might be guilty of this. I have been from time to time. There are credit cards out there now that have an interest rate of 21%. 21%. How is that even possible when the interest rate is edging closer and closer to zero? What kind of percentage do you have on your credit cards what are they charging you please check because if it's anywhere near 21 percent, it's in double digits but you got to get out of those credit cards america uh please please pay attention to what is going on things could change in the next six months they could change tomorrow 
But we are entering a very, very dangerous place with the economy. American financing was designed to help you see and deal with these kinds of problems. Mortgage rates right now are the lowest they've been since 2016. And American financing is helping a ton of people invest in new homes. They're having even more people uh, refinance their mortgage to get a lower interest rate and also to consolidate things like that credit card debt at 21%. You owe it to yourself. Please spend 10 minutes of your day today. Call and get a mortgage review. Don't miss out on this opportunity. It could change your life. Please get your financial house in order. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. America. Welcome to it. I warn you, I'm not in a good mood today. The reason why I warn you is because that's when Stu usually says, oh, it's going to be a great show. (laughs) These are the best shows. (laughs) When you are really in a terrible mood, it's inversely proportional to the quality of the show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're just bound to say something. That will. Oh, I can't tell you how. (laughs) I can't tell you how much I'm about to say. Uh, today. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look, there's a lot to talk about. You have, uh, first of all, the coronavirus, which we did a special on, what was it, last week, seems is now in Italy. It's now in uh, South Korea in a big way, spreading all over the globe in a, in a way that has people talking about pandemics. Uh, right after you did a whole special on what happens if it does turn into one. We had Bernie Sanders, a socialist. I mean, we've never in our entire lifetimes at any point in American history been closer to having a socialist be president of the United States. And I mean an overt, out-of-the-closet socialist, someone who actually has been a longtime devotee to that particular philosophy. And here we are, the guy who is this close to winning the nomination of one of the two parties. And then, you know, I mean, in tragic uh, news, which is shocking to all of us, I mean, a guy who's been on the show many times and uh, who was, gave us a lot of background information on, on a lot of things from inside the Obama administration, um, you know, Philip Haney, which uh, tragedy here, we, uh, he is reportedly killed himself. Uh, that don't believe is, it. Yeah, you really don't. I, I don't believe it. it. I mean, it could be. It could be. Of course. Yeah, I know. But, it, but it's, but I just... I want to tell you about Philip Haney now, uh, and this is something that I've never really talked about. I've had him on the show before, and I've introduced him as a great patriot, but, uh, you know, and a DHS whistleblower, et cetera, et cetera. But I never went into Philip and what I know about Philip because Philip was a was an important uh, source for not only me, but others. And uh, my relationship began with Philip t- oh, 10 years ago. And uh, he, is, he is a guy who I didn't even want to meet for a while because I just didn't want to know anything about him because I was afraid I would slip and say something and it would put him in danger. 
uh, he was probably the number one enemy of the Obama administration, I think, inside uh, the Department of Homeland Security. This is the guy who outed the Obama administration for telling DHS to purge everything on the Muslim Brotherhood. Um, this is a guy who, uh, until I check with attorneys, I'm not going to tell you <laughs> uh, all the things that he was involved in with us. Um, but you need to know America lost a, a, a profound patriot. <sighs> Philip was 66 years old. He was one of the founding members of DHS. He loved the Constitution and America. If we had federal employees that had a quarter of his understanding of what this country was, what it meant, and how close we were on, at all times of losing freedoms, we wouldn't be in the situation we're in today. I have been in situations where, with Philip to where he knew they were on to him. And the things that he uh, got for us uh It makes me really angry today that we have a whistleblower, Eric Caramella, who everyone on the left is trying to protect, who we know who he is. We know who he is. And they're saying that his life is in danger. And no, it's not. No, it's not. I want Caramella to testify. I want him to speak. He's not in danger. He's in danger from the left. Because his usefulness is over now. And no one ever spoke about Philip Haney. No one. The media ignored him. No one was looking out for him. He's one of the most honorable men I've ever met. I have so wanted to introduce you to him and tell you about him for a decade. He has been on this show, but you didn't really meet the Filipini that I knew. A guy who was willing to put himself in danger, a guy who knew what he was dealing with, knew that he could be killed or knew that he would be disappeared or knew that he would go to prison. And he was absolutely unafraid. And this is one reason why I know why I so strongly feel he didn't kill himself. Phil and I said in my office a few years ago, 
and we spoke about God and we spoke about the country and that few people had the opportunity to do what he did and that he felt very alone but he wasn't the man knew who he was knew what time it was and knew who god was he was a deeply spiritual man and a man who understood history and understood his place in it no man who speaks like philip haney did goes off and kills himself I'd like to ask the police that found his body and deemed it a suicide if he had a thumb drive around his neck. I hadn't seen Phil for probably a year, maybe two years. But I'd say hi to him. I'd hug him. And I'd slap him on the chest. He knew what that meant. I was feeling the thumb drive. Because there were documents that he kept around his neck. I only know what a few of them were. Wonder if that thumb drive was found on the body. Who are we turning into America? The Washington Examiner has verified that he was getting married in about a month. Doesn't sound like something a suicidal guy plans. He was in the middle and excited about writing another book, exposing more things. I know what suicide is, and I know how how you can feel alone and have normal depression. And then something happens chemically, and it, it takes over your life, and it causes you to do things that are insane. And maybe, maybe Philip went through that, but I, there's no indication that I see from any of his friends or family that has come out at this point. I find this so extraordinary and so disheartening. I believe Philip was working on something that somebody who is working for us right now, uh, doing some investigation, is working on as well.
this individual reached out to me three weeks ago and said, I'm in trouble. I'm getting real death threats, the kind of death threats that come quietly that nobody picks up on and nobody is nobody in the press even cares. That's another friend of mine who I know is not suicidal. There are... There are... Summer Patriots. And there are winter soldiers. The world has far too many summer Patriots. <laughs> the left has almost all summer Patriots. They don't even know what socialism is. They don't even know what they're fighting for. They have no idea. Have no idea what the Muslim Brotherhood is. They fail. America has a few winter soldiers. Those who in the dead of night in the coldest of times all alone with your feet bandaged and bloodied in valley forge they continue to move on my friend philip haney was a winter soldier and america you have no idea the asset, the ally, and the friend of freedom that was lost on a California highway, officials tell us by his own hand, this weekend. All right, I want to talk to you about the uh, the X chair. X chair is just one of the most comfortable chairs um, that I've ever sat in. I I bought one for my wife uh, for Christmas. That's what she wanted. That's what she asked for. So I got her X chair for Christmas, and it was. I mean, it's just a great chair. It's just a great chair. I have one in my office. Here at work, and that's why she asked for the next chair at home because she sat in mine. And she was like, "This is fantastic! It's unlike any other chair you've ever sat in." Yes, it has a seat and it has a back, but beyond that, it has a dynamic variable lumbar support with ten different settings. It is—it's what you need for a comfortable work day for you, if you're a small business, for your employees. It's just a great chair, and they have a money back guarantee and. They ain't paying for the shipping back, you know, <laughs> sending that out to you and knowing 
you could send it back and we've got to pay for the shipping. They're not doing that unless they know you're going to love that chair. And they do. Nobody's returning the X chair. Xchairbeck.com. Xchairbeck.com. Call them at 844-4X-CHAIR. Get $100 off right now. Use the promo code BECK. You get the new X wheels as well. It's xchairbeck.com. Find your chair now. 10 seconds. Station ID. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, We've got a lot to talk about, including a new app that has come out, was released yesterday. If you're an Android user, we apologize. Uh, It was approved for release yesterday by Google. For some reason, it wasn't released. So we're still waiting for the the new Blaze TV Android app. It's it's pending any minute. Uh, I'm sure they didn't answer their phones yesterday because I'm sure that they don't work. They don't. Google doesn't want their employees working on the Lord's Day, I'm sure. So deeply held belief, yes. You, deeply, mm-hmm. deeply. Um, basically Chick-fil-A. So if you have mm-hmm. if you have Blaze TV, uh if you have it on iOS, if you have it on an Apple product, all you have to do is uh just reset your password, should have already downloaded for you. If you're if you want to make sure you have the right app, uh go and uh go to your app store and make sure it's blaze tv news and entertainment for people who love america they have not at amazon and and uh and the apple store they have not deleted the old one yet that's supposed to have happened yesterday it still hasn't all you have to do is just reset your password um it is we brought back the 24 7 live stream which people have been very upset about so that is back um, you can now comment that we're trying to build a community. There's this is just the beginning of this app. There's a whole bunch of features on it. We haven't turned on yet. We just want to make sure it works first. Um, but you can email shows to your friends. Now you can have live commenting on the show. We're trying to make sure that everybody understands this is a community because we're all in this together. Um, you're going to love this app. Make sure you just change your password um, uh, and and that you should be in. Uh, also, Roku was supposed to be released yesterday. We're waiting on Roku just to flip the switch. All this was approved in advance. We don't know why everybody's late or a few people are late. But Roku, is we're pending any minute for that to switch on. And also uh, your, um, uh, your Google uh, phone uh, as well, your Android. All right. Back in just a minute. Listening to Glenn Beck. Okay, imagine if somebody looked at an apple tree and you said, Man, I'm hungry. So they chopped down the tree, cut it into pieces, burned the whole thing in a fire, and then scooped the ashes up into a plate and handed it to you. Uh, no, okay, that's not the same. That's pretty much what we're feeding our dogs. We're feeding, they're just killing everything that is good in your dog food. I want to tell you about Rough Greens. It's not a dog food, it's a healthy supplement that puts all of the Stuff that you wanted in an apple, the taste and all the nutrients and all the live stuff in an apple back into your kids or into your dog's uh, food. It's healthy. What you can feed them now with rough greens, one tiny little scoop and you put that on top and they love it. It is. I swear to you, it is like crack. My dog is like, hey, man, I need my rough greens. I need it now, man. Rough greens. 
your dogs will love it and you will notice a healthy difference a huge difference in your dog rough greens go to roughgreens.com slash beck that's roughgreens.com slash beck or call them at 833-GLEN-33 833-GLEN-33 BlazeTV.com is the place to go to get that uh, access to the new app that's coming out today. Go to BlazeTV.com, use the promo code Glenn, and save 10 bucks. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program at the top of the hour. I'm going to give you a coronavirus update. The stock market is down almost a thousand points this morning on the opening bell. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen uh, today, but you need to be informed on what is going on. And there's two major factors that could change this country overnight. One coronavirus two. Bernie Sanders and socialism. And I'm going to address both of those beginning at the top of next hour. First, welcome to the program, Mr. Pat Gray. How are you, sir? I'm good. A little concerned, uh, as you are, about, uh, well, both those things. But Bernie Sanders and socialism, I think it's really frightening. Did you read the Salon article yet? I don't. Oh, I'm going to read it next hour. Uh, Look out, Pat. Look out. Salon. In favor of Bernie? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just Bernie. um, The end of capitalism. Uh, And they are. I don't understand. They are outlining what they have to do between now and the election. And I'm going to I tell you right now that's going to spook the hell out of the markets uh, because they're talking about trapping money here. They've got to in this article. They're talking about how we have to. Uh, destroy capitalism and what we have to do to trap their money here mm. so they can't move out overseas uh, and and try to fight us from the uh, outside. It's wow. terrifying. It is terrifying. It's terrifying that Sanders has essentially won all three primaries so far. Yeah. And it looks like he might even win South Carolina, which is supposedly Joe Biden's firewall. But he's only three points ahead now. Uh, Biden has gone down about 16 points in a, just a few weeks, and he's down to 24 so, to 21%. Democrats have really got to decide. Are you on the socialist bandwagon? Because if, you, uh, if you're not, you need, you need to start convincing the others to drop out of the race and coalesce around one person. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, do, are you familiar with a guy named Preston Baines? He uh, wrote a great article uh, last week about plastic bags. Just a whole bunch of facts on how the plastic bag bans are making the problem with plastic bags worse. How? Uh, well, because they're um, uh, because they're not being reused, so they're just piling up now. And because right, people, always, I mean, we we always keep a stash of those yeah, stupid. Yeah, you always bags reuse your plastic like bags, yeah. and yeah. now you can't. Now you can't, and the paper bags 
are uh, costing trees, and that's worse to environmentalists than even plastic. Because you're not supposed to use trees. Because you're, you're not supposed, supposed to, to bring, kill trees. You're supposed to bring your own hemp bag. And we all know, I mean, there's unless you use it for 30 years, there's no way you're ever going to get the environmental benefit of, of that. That's just a giant joke. Not to mention, it's made tons of people sick and sent them to the hospital because people put their meat inside those stupid cloth bags. You're supposed to be washing those every day, every and, time you use them, by the way. And it's costing doing that it's costing more in money and energy to uh manufacture these plastic bags yeah and oh, much they're, more they're manufacturing the bigger plastic bags because now okay you don't have the little plastic bags so you got to have the bigger plastic bags to go into your garbage so it's just defeating the purpose it's all the unintended consequences that they never look at or think about uh it's unbelievable anyway he wrote this really good article on that last week this week he posted this message because there's a big rumor in South Carolina that a bunch of Republicans are going to cross to the Democrats and vote for Bernie Sanders because they think Sanders has the best chance of losing to Donald Trump. Mm. Do you Dangerous. have any idea what's the what could happen to the economy just because of coronavirus in the next few weeks and months? Mm. You do not. It's chilling. Do yeah. not play around. Well, right? yeah, for, exa- for example, the Chinese auto mm-hmm. sales are down 92%. But that's all. Year. I mean, imagine if... <laughs> just 92%. Just the 92%. So 8% well, are still happening. Yeah, okay, well... That's pretty that's good. You have to understand. <laughs> it's just 85% of all businesses in China are within three months of bankruptcy. And just to expand on Jeez. your point there, Glenn, it's not, we don't, you know, China's economy is China's economy. The issue here, though, is if it's a one-on-one battle, Trump versus anybody, and the economy crashes, the anybody's going to win. Right. In almost every circumstance, right. because it's almost impossible. You know, remember McCain versus Obama? Like, it, and that McCain would include win Bernie that, Sanders. Yeah, exactly. Then you've got a socialist president. Yeah, McCain wasn't going to win that election anyway. But when the stock market crashes mm. in October 2008, he has no chance of winning because they blame it on the party who's in power, as as everyone's going to do uh, this time. And by the way, you don't just have the blame on power uh, for the stock mm. market. You'll also have coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Unless our government is absolutely perfect and flawless people are going to blame the government on not doing enough donald trump should be out front on this all the time now that's all he should be talking about right now is the economy and coronavirus that's it capitalism you know the economy uh and Mm -hmm. And how we've got to t- maintain the coronavirus and keep it out of America. But you're already losing. The The government wanted to take the people that had the coronavirus that were in quarantine on one of the uh, one of the bases in California and move them into a private facility. Well, the state of California sued and said, you can't do that. Because that's not they're not qualified to be able to handle, you know, a quarantine situation. Well, so our our military bases are the only place now. So we're already getting muddy. Nothing has started yet. And we're already getting muddy. You do Mm. not want a socialist. You want to make sure that that is the person you want to win Mm -hmm. in case Donald Trump loses. And it ain't Bernie Sanders.
Yeah. Ma- many of these points are what Preston Baines uh, pointed out on his Facebook post. And, and you know, the fact that socialism, by the way, is responsible for 100 million deaths on this planet. Uh, Marxism, socialism, communism, basically all the same whole. So uh, you don't want to play with this fire because we're going to get burned if you, if you do. And Republicans should not be messing around with that at all. Yeah. Stay away from the socialists. I, there's Please. a really good argument, and Glenn, you've kind of outlined this um, over the past few months, mm. that if Bernie Sanders becomes the nominee, just his presence in any sort of competitive race is going to hurt the economy. People are going to be pulling their money out. I've talked to plenty of people who are like, look, if Sanders is the nominee <laughs> and it looks at all possible that he might win, I'm getting my money out of the market now. And so just that that factor of people who are terrified of Sanders winning mm. pulls money out before the election, mm-hmm. which hurts the economy before the election and makes Trump's loss more likely. Forget about even Bernie Sanders affecting. Let's just say there's a magic tooth fairy that makes everybody think, oh, he's going to be good for the economy. Mm. Okay? Just, let's just forget about pulling your money out because of that. The stock market is down today. I think a little bit, a little bit, maybe 4% of the loss, maybe 5% of the loss is Bernie Sanders. People waking up today, reading things like I'm going to share with uh, share with you here in about 20 minutes, uh, reading things like that and going, good God, man, I, I, I got to get my money out of here. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit of it is that. Most of it is just coronavirus. When you hear the stats, which I'm also going to give you at the top of the hour, you realize that the coronavirus is going to hammer the global economy if it becomes a pandemic. Just because of what, let's say it stops today. We're still going to have profound effects from the coronavirus because of what's happening in China. And America, you better wake up. Because if this economy goes bad, people don't care why it went bad. They don't know. They don't know. They they let Barack Obama give George Bush the blame for eight years, for eight years. And there are people who will still tell you, well, this economy is the Barack Obama Barack, economy. The last economy. told us that last week. Right, right. <laughs> they don't know. They won't understand. They won't care. And the last thing we can do is help a socialist get a, a, the. You know what? I'm going to stop preaching to you. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving up. He's giving up. Wait, that was a good, solid 15 minutes of preaching. Now you're yeah. just going to stop. Yeah, just going to stop. Whatever. Stop. Go ahead. Go ahead and vote for it. Whatever. <laughs> do whatever you want, America. <laughs> do whatever you want. You're going to do it anyway. Why am I wasting my breath? Wow. That's uh, we've hit a defeatist wall. The car has slammed into a bridge abutment. I don't know what happened there. It was going really well. Fine. Great and then all of a sudden, bam! Brick wall. Yep. <laughs> well, all right. You will not feel, of course, defeated if you listen to Pat Gray. At least she can get your right. podcast uh, every single day on Blaze TV, Blaze Radio, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm not. De- I want you to know, I'm not defeated. You seemed a little defeated there. You just no, stopped. Just, you seemed so defeated, you didn't even get through the sentence at the end of the I rant. No, it's just, you know what? It's just like, uh, who am I to tell people what to do? 
I it doesn't work. It doesn't matter. No. no. So I don't want to be preaching to people on what you need to do and how you need to vote and whatever. That's up to you. What am I wasting my breath for? I have no freaking idea. I just know this. Socialism is a real evil. It's not a problem. It's an evil. And we are dealing with some very dark times. On Wednesday, when you see what I'm going to show you on the Wednesday night special, the Wednesday night special is about Bernie Sanders and the people he surrounds himself with. Mm. If for, and even forget that. Just what I'm going to share with you in about 20 minutes from now on Bernie Sanders and the socialist movement here in America. If America doesn't wake up soon, it's done. It's done. Now, I don't know how Bernie Sanders is winning other than they must just all be splitting the vote because every everybody else sucks. And he's like, I can't. That guy's not going to. That guy. You've got to stop voting for somebody you think can beat Donald Trump, Democrats. You've got to start voting for what you believe in. And if you believe in socialism, good. The rest of the country wants to know that. Because I want you to know, as defined in Salon Magazine, as they are talking about it today, and as defined by Bernie Sanders, that does make you an enemy of the United States Constitution. It does. It puts you in an adversarial role with the freedom of all mankind. And if that's what you want, if all of a sudden, you know, people my age who know what that is, if they're like, you know what, I don't mind that, that's fine. You get what you deserve. As far as me and my home, I know who we serve. And I know what's true. All right, Catherine, she lives in Pennsylvania. For years, she was in a really dark place. The aches and pains in her shoulders were almost too much to deal with. She described the pain as ruining her life. Eh. I've been in that situation. The kind of constant pain that Catherine was going through, it does indeed feel like your entire life is just, you're just enduring it. Every moment of your life, one long, long minute at a time. Well, Catherine listens to the radio on a pretty regular basis, and she heard <laughs> some handsome devil. Chicks dig me, I'm telling you. She heard me talking about relief factor and the life-altering effects it can have. She decided to try it. Within a few weeks, her pain was nearly gone. Catherine, just like me, got her life back. Catherine, thank you for trying it. Thank you. Relief factor. When taken pro- properly, it attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain. And 70% of the people who take it go on to purchase more. And it costs nineteen ninety-five to start with their three-week quick start trial. If it doesn't work, yes, you're out 20 bucks. But 70% of the people go on and find great relief in their pain. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain, get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck.
Welcome to the uh, program. We go to Ty in South Carolina. Hello, Ty. How are you? Hey, gentlemen. I am great. How good. are you today? Very good. Very good. Well, you don't sound like it. You're making me want to go drive into oncoming traffic. No, anyway, I don't. No, I'm sorry. I don't mean to. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. Really, it's okay. All right. No, everybody wants to drive right. into oncoming traffic. Exactly. Yeah. So I want to explain the South Carolina voting for Bernie thing. So it is not um, what it seems to be. So for years and years and years behind the scenes, conservative Republicans have been trying to close off the ability for Democrats to cross over during primaries and vote people like Lindsey Gramnesty in. We have been trying to vote his butt out of office for a very long time and can't because the Democrats fly over during the primaries and vote him back into being the front runner. Mm. So this was behind the scenes of, oh, because the left now is coming out and saying they don't want Bernie. They don't want anything to do with Bernie. None of the left leaning people in our government here wants Bernie. But because they don't, we're, we're, we're now pushing the envelope to go, okay, well, you don't want him, that's fine. We're going to go ahead and vote on your <laughs> side of the fence and have made it very public. So now all of a sudden the left is going, wait a minute, we got to close these primaries down. We can't let, let the right come in and vote on, on our side of the fence. That's just not right. So that's why that's happening. What a, We're trying to get them to shut off the primary so that it's either Republican or Democrat. You can't cross over. Okay, so that's that's a good idea if that happens. But if a bunch of people go in and vote for Bernie Sanders and he he becomes the nominee. Oh, they're straight up going to vote for Bernie Sanders. There's no there's no question that is going to happen. They're not doing it. They're not they're not doing it as hyperbole. They are actually planning on doing it because they want to put the Democrats feet to the fire. I agree. It's probably not a great idea, and it could backfire. <laughs> I just hate to play with the freedom of all the world, oh, you know, well, just terrified. like, let's give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm terrified. I'm yeah. absolutely terrified. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I, I am as well, and uh, gosh, I just don't like playing with fire, but uh, to each his own. Ty, thank you for explaining that, and I, I hope that they do close that down, uh, because... You know, the parties have to be able to speak for themselves. Look, if they want to bring in a socialist, fine. If we want to get rid of Lindsey Graham, fine. But uh, enough of the political gaming, uh, because I think our stakes are really kind of high. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, new year deserves a new pair of Tecovis boots. Start strong with that feeling of confidence and comfort that only comes with a real high-quality pair of Western boots. Even if you've never worn cowboy boots before, Tecovis has the perfect pair for you. Tecovis boots, they're made to honor the cowboy in all of us. And I don't care where you live, there is a part of you that's cowboy, honorable in your daily dealings, authentic in the way we live, committed to the ideals that built the greatness that is America. And every pair is handmade with high-quality, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers with no shortcuts or compromises ever. The styles are classic and handsome up any room they're in, and when you wear your Tecovis, I mean, you shouldn't kick down any doors, but it's good to know that you probably could. Tecovis, they haven't forgotten about middle America. Instead, they cut out the middleman, so you pay a fair price. Plus, free shipping and exchanges makes it simple. So find your pair at tecovas.com slash back. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash back. Tecovis, Western goods for new front tears that bernie sanders thing is disturbing and you will understand why uh, as we go through this week i want to thank you so much for listening 
and watching and being a subscriber to the blaze thank you if, if you're watching us i would imagine you've already updated the app um but um that bernie sanders thing is disturbing and you will understand why uh as we go through this week i want to thank you so much for listening uh and watching and being a subscriber to the blaze thank you if if you're watching us i would imagine you've already updated the app um but um we're anxious to hear any problems uh or anything that you like there's so much more coming to this app that i think you're going to just really really love um the ability to be able to clip things and send them out send shows to your friends so they can watch part of it and the parts that you highlighted uh, to be able to to uh, share it with people, the commenting, and then we have more on uh, the commenting uh, coming uh, coming soon. And we just want to hear what you think and what's you know what's going on, and we will respond to you. We're really excited about this, and we thank you so much for supporting us at Blaze TV. All right, Bernie Sanders, the revolution is coming next. Revolution is coming. The stock market is down now about 800 points. It opened 1,000 points down. What's that about? We explain your world and one you really need to pay attention to in one minute. This is the Glenbeck Program. You thought you were so clever, didn't you? You thought if you went on a public Wi-Fi source, you'd be fine. It's password protected. Do you really think that little old password protection could stop me, the greatest? I should actually do it this way. What, do you think the little password protection could stop me, greatest hacker in the world? Seriously, I've won state championship three years in a row. Uh, capital S on state, by the way. You need powerful layers of protection for all of your devices, something that will give you security as well as online privacy. What you need is Norton 360. I hate that. Norton 360 offers layers of protection, including real-time device security and a VPN that has bank-grade encryption, and it'll help keep things like logins and passwords secure and private. It also comes with a password manager that creates, stores, and manages your password, credit card information, and other credentials, and a PC safe cam feature, which will notify you if cyber criminals try to use your webcam, and it'll help block them. Now, nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but new Norton 360 is a powerful ally for your cyber safety. And now until March 8th, you can get up to 60% off your first year with an annual subscription. So just go to Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck for up to 60% off now. I want to show you a couple of uh, things, talk to you about a couple of things. First of all, if you happen to be watching The Blaze today... Thank you for that. Um, uh, and we'll talk about the new app that came out. You have to reset your username and password. Not your username, but your password. You have to reset your password to be able to use the new app uh, and get all the data. 
if Android hasn't been updated yet, we're waiting for it at any minute. It was supposed to be updated yesterday, as was Roku. We don't know why they didn't update those, um, but uh, it should be updated. You have commenting now on all the shows, live commenting. It's really a great app, uh, and uh, we'll have more on that a little later. But if you happen to be watching, I want to show you, and Stu, I'd like you to describe what uh, this is. This is from the L.A. Times from yesterday. This was their cover art story for the Democratic primary and the choices uh, that you have in front of you. Can you just describe what you can see? I mean, it's difficult. I'm on a monitor kind of far away to see detail, okay. but it just looks like it looks like sort of like almost a communist. Oh, art. Why would you like. say that? It's ah. just red, white, and green. And it has like the, the rays of light. And yeah, it, oh, yeah. it does look like a communist it, piece of art. From It is a communist piece of art. The California flag, it just is a red star on the flag. That's it. Uh, and, uh, you know, the red mountains in the background. It is communist propaganda art. Okay. Anybody thinks that this isn't going in the direction of communism, you are not paying attention. Let me play the latest Bernie Sanders ad and just listen to it. The most important part is the last line, and I have to read that because it's only text. Here it is. I just want to say one of my favorite writers growing up was a man named James Baldwin. And I remember Baldwin saying, you asked my father the wait." my brother to wait, my uncle to wait. How long must I wait on freedom? How long must I wait on rights and equality and liberty? And as a black child, that resonated with me because I knew I had been denied and I personalized that. But as I grew, I started to understand poor white people have been denied. Women have been denied. Gays and lesbians, transgender people been denied. Immigrant children been denied. Everybody outside of that 1% has been denied. So I want you to take a few seconds to look to your left and look to your right. Look to your neighbor and say, neighbor, the time is now. There are more of us. We're stronger. We will wait no longer. The time is now. When you go to that booth next year, I need you to carry in that booth the memory of this room. Black, white, straight, gay, men, female. We are together. We are united. Our time is right now. We will not wait four more years. We will not wait 20 more years. We will not wait two more presidents. We will not wait three more presidents. The time is now. The time is not in the future. The time is not some abstract time. The time is not something that might be. The time ain't something that could be. The time ain't nothing that should be, that would be. It ain't tomorrow. It ain't the day after. It ain't coming next week. The time is. The time is. The time is. The time is. Senator Bernard Sanders will be the next president of the United States of America. Thank you. Here's the tagline. The revolution is coming. I want you to understand America 
They mean it. On Wednesday, on the Wednesday night special, I'm going to show you the people who are surrounding Bernie Sanders and the death that is surrounding Bernie Sanders. If you don't believe me that you should pay attention and you need to talk to your children and uh, and the Democratic friends who are reasonable, anyone who is thinking about this, you are dealing with something entirely different. Let me show you. This is from Salon.com. Why Bernie Sanders is just the beginning of an American turned to the left. I'm going to read most of this article because it is breathtaking. A new socialist movement is cohering in the United States, thanks in large part to the popular (laughs) class politics of Bernie Sanders. But as that movement grows and progresses, it is bound to run into dangerous obstacles and thorny contradictions. The new U.S. socialist movement is without a single line or monolithic political position, and that is a strength in the movement. A country like the United States has both a well-developed capitalist state beholden to the capitalist class and armed to the teeth and mechanisms for the democratic participation in that state that allow people to exercise some measure of control over their representatives. Even though their choices are limited, their representatives are bought off by the rich and the capitalist class holds the entire system hostage with their threat of devastating economic retaliation if things don't go their way. The system does have some basic democratic elements that the citizens largely affirm and occasionally participate in. This, says the revolutionary, is a tricky situation to navigate. If the democratic capitalist state were less developed, it might be possible to convince people to simply storm the gates, tear up the old rules and start fresh in a socialist society. This is what they tried to do in Russia in 1917. The state was weak and after centuries of autocratic rule, it didn't have much legitimacy in the eyes of most Russians. So revolutionaries could get their popular support for scrapping it. And starting over. Does any of this sound familiar so far? Does any of this sound like a playbook that is happening? Does any of it? The United States is hardly the icon, uh, the icon of democracy. And socialists must push further to democratize elements of the state This is everything our founders were against. Democracies always fail and turn into dictatorships. Always. You have to have a representative government because of passions of people. Even if people are unhappy about much of our corrupt political system today, it does hold us to a a strong degree of legitimacy in most people's minds. Despite Republicans continues efforts to restrict the franchise, most people can vote and they see the results of elections as basically lawful and valid. Why do you think that right now there is such a push 
to make us believe that you can't count on the vote. Anybody notice that in Nevada for the first time, there was another exit poll question. Do you think your vote's going to be counted properly? Only 85% said yes. Okay. They're doing everything they can to pull this apart. Did you hear that, um, that Donald Trump, that he's already receiving help from the Russians? Did you hear that? They're already targeting this election, and they're trying to make, make sure that Donald Trump wins. That was the story this weekend. What you probably didn't hear was that the National Security Advisor said, I don't know where that information came from. I haven't seen the details of that information. It was leaked from Adam Schiff's committee. Now, they may have had a secret briefing that the National Security Advisor wasn't aware of. This is a coordinated effort. A coordinated effort to get you to not believe in any part of the system. Despite Republicans' continued efforts, blah, blah, blah. Uh, people often rightfully feel dejected and cynical about the U.S. electoral politics, but they don't consider the system so illegitimate that they're willing to risk their lives to destroy it anytime soon. So they're not Americans are not willing to go into a hot revolution anytime soon because they're not disenfranchised enough from the system. Mass numbers of people I'm reading from Salon.com. Mass numbers of people are going to treat elections as the main arena for their political frustrations and aspirations, at least for the time being. These are objective conditions over which we have no control. The question we must face is whether we join them in the democratic sphere, giving socialist and class struggle character to fights playing out in the electoral arena, or sit those fights out and miss the opportunity to engage with people by getting into the ring themselves. So in other words, yeah, we're all revolutionaries. We want to overthrow the entire system. We don't want to be capitalist or anything like that. We are looking at a Marxist state. Now, the choice has been, do we sit it out and wait for the revolution? Or do we get involved in the electoral politics? The Democratic road strategy does not assume that we'll simply stack up reforms until we look up one day and have socialism. Social change is more complicated than that, happening as it does in fits and starts, often with brief periods of great advance and then long dry spells in between. Capitalists won't let us slowly but surely inch our way towards a new society. At some point, probably around the time of our advances, they'll start decisively challenging as we start to decisively challenge their control over industry and their profits. They're going to try to tear us down by any means necessary. So if you're thinking that it's a hopeful change, they are going to challenge uh, the control of industry and the profits of industry. 
But reforms do have a major role in building socialism, not just for the purpose of spreading our message. By engaging in mass democratic politics and electing politicians faithful to our movement, who can spearhead the fight for real reform, including democratizing the current state, we can tip the balance of power in favor of the working class. The that balance is decidedly not tipped in our favor today. The power of the capitalist class is now so great that it can punish city states and countries. Those working class movements have successfully won gains for workers against bosses. But bosses can just fire people or move their companies to stop this race to the bottom cycle, undercutting workers power and lay the groundwork for true revolutionary change. We must erode the power of the capitalist class. We can accomplish that, for example, by imposing capital controls. Here's where it becomes really important for America to pay attention because they are talking about the collapse of capitalism. This is not about nursery school. This is about the collapse, uh, the collapse of capitalism. I'll show you how they're going to do it. What they're working on right now. All of this is a roadmap and all they're already deep on the road. We'll give you the rest of it here in one minute. First, because I am a capitalist, let me let me continue to employ people by giving you this commercial. And hopefully it's something that is of use to you. For instance, not have a lot. Do you not have a lot of money to pay for a car repair? Well, there is a capitalist system called Car Shield. It's a privately owned company. And yes, they're making money. But they have also paid out, I think it's over $2 billion in car repairs, not to the people who have car insurance uh, or or car shield, but to those people who said, my car is over here. Could you pay them? I don't want to wait for the check. So here's the thing. You write a small check to car shield every month, and then they write the big checks to the dealership or whoever you want to fix your car. They also write the big check when yours is in the shop and you need a rental car. They take care of it. They write the big check when you have to have your car picked up in the middle of the street and towed in someplace or you need roadside assistance. That's what CarShield does. They save you, the working man, a ton of money by making sure that when it really is a thunderstorm economically in your life, you don't have to worry about it. (laughs) Capitalism, you gotta love it. Carshield.com. Call them right now. Carshield.com. 800-CAR-6000. You have a problem with your car? They are going to be the ones that cover that repair. It's carshield.com, 800-CAR-6000, 800-CAR-6000. Use the promo code back at carshield.com. 10-second station ID. Quoting again from salon.com. We must erode the power of the capitalist class to accomplish that. We have to impose capital controls, 
measures that stop the free movement of money in response to changing social and economic conditions. Now, think of that for your 401k. Your 401k, your retirement fund, your freaking teacher's union fund. It's invested in Wall Street. Why? Because at least there we know it's real. It's not like in the hands of some politician, some socialist, or some union boss that squandered that money. It's in the market. And it's growing in the market. As the country grows, you grow. So now they want they want to do is they want to put capitalist controls so companies cannot do what's right for the company or the shareholder, which is you, teachers. And so you won't be able to move your money. Companies won't be able to move their money because that way that money is trapped there. Well, who wins? You don't win. The company doesn't win. Capitalism requires someone to be able to win. If everyone loses, you lose everything. But they want to trap that money. So they want to trap it. <clears throat> and, uh, and to pass economic reforms as significant as these, we can't just agitate in the streets. We have to be in power. Lucky for us, while contesting that uh, uh, for that power, comes plenty of dilemmas we must be careful to avoid. Also, a fantastic opportunity. Without capital on our side, the project of contesting for state power becomes, by necessity, a democratic one. We achieve success in the electoral sphere when we've won over masses of people to our political agenda. Elections can be used to build mass working class movements. Elections can be used to build working class movements. Hmm. So is the election a tool? And the project of wielding state power can be used to clear the path for those movements as they confront their class underline word enemies. Now, what does that mean? Gee, we use elections to build up a mass movement and the mass movement will help us gain power so we can clear the path for this mob to be able to confront their enemies, their class enemies. Jawohl in Heil Hitler. Well, we like Stalin very, very much in Russia, Soviet Union. Venezuela, anyone? There's more coming up. Beware the Postmaster General. Or at least the guy pretending to be him. The U.S. Postal Service just issued a warning about a new series of email scams where cyber criminals notify the recipient about a failed delivery attempt of a package worth $100,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Postmaster General needs me 
to give him personal information so I can come and pick up the package. But I don't do that at the post office. I got to give him the information first before I get the super secret location. Eedy, beedy, feedy, weedy. Even Bullwinkle knows that's crazy. It's in, it's important to understand how cybercrime is affecting our lives. Somebody's identity is stolen every two seconds. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all on transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock sees the threat that you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% uh, off your first year by using promo code BECK. Call 800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com promo code BECK. Tonight on Studios America, you can get on uh, YouTube or podcast, wherever you get those. Uh, Bernie, is this for real? Is he really the front runner? We'll go into all the details uh-huh. tonight. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. I'm I'm reading uh, something from Salon Magazine, where they are clearly talking about what it means to be socialist and what the real goals are. If you think that oh, they, you know, they're not going to do these things. That's not what they're telling you. Nineteen ninety nine. WABC, Clinton bombs the aspirin factory, and I'm on the air. This guy's really dangerous. They should have, yeah, Bill Clinton, no. This guy, Osama Bin Laden or something, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. But I've been reading about him all day. I've been reading his own works. And, and he himself is saying, I'm, I'm going to blow things up in Manhattan. I'm, I'm going to kill a lot of people. I'm targeting your economy. I think he's going to, I think he means it. Oh, that's just Bill Clinton. No, I really think you should pay attention to this guy. Nah. Why? Why take people at their word? Why? Barack Obama, I want a fundamental transformation of the United States of America. I take him at his word. I just believe that you didn't earn that. You didn't make that. You left somebody else behind because you didn't build that. The society did. And, you know, taking a little bit of what you have and giving it to somebody else is just a good Christian idea. No, it's not. That's not what Christ was preaching. Where was Christ preaching that a middleman comes in? Nowhere did Christ take the guy's jacket and say, I'm the middleman. You got a nice jacket. I'm giving it to him. That didn't happen. Why do we not take people at their word? Oh, caliphate. That's crazy. That's a, that's a lunatic fringe speaking. Really? Because it looks like one happened. Yes, but not in Egypt. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought the whole caliphate idea was crazy. You just didn't think it would happen in Egypt. Okay. 
because caliphate means the entire world is what they want. Please. Please. Listen to their words. This is in Salon. I'll post this article. Let me give you the last part of it. We achieve success in the electoral sphere when we've won over the masses of people to our political agenda. But elections can be used to build mass working class movements and the project of wheeling state power can be used to clear the path for those movements as they confront their class enemies. And socialists are likely to be met with capitalist resistance that will sometimes turn violent. But revolution doesn't necessitate mass bloodshed. Oh, oh, good, good. How are you going to get those capitalists like me who will never give up? Never. How are you going to get them on board? Answer, you don't. You kill them. How do I know that? Because that was the Weather Underground solution back when they were talking about this in the 60s and again in the 80s. We're going to have to kill about 25 million Americans because we're going to have to re-educate all of the capitalists, but about 25 million of them will just never give up. Oh, so that's your plan from the get-go is to only kill 25 million. Oh, well, that's just... You know, that's just more than what Hitler killed. Don't worry about that. We certainly do not advocate violent means. A future socialist government, the late Marxist uh, thinker said, has only one major resource, namely its popular support. To pull off a revolution in our circumstance, that popular support would need to be mobilized both inside and outside of the government. Yeah, as I as I you know laid out years ago you need to have all of the levers you need to have them all you need to have the media you need to have the government you need to have the courts you need to have the educational system what don't they have oh that's right they need the capitalist system oh so in other words they'd have to have a bunch of marxists sitting on the boards of some of these companies Oh, you mean like the phone companies we've been telling you about recently that you should stop paying your money to and switch to uh, what's it? Patriot Mobile. This is not a commercial, by the way. Switch to Patriot Mobile. Why? Because they're funding anti-constitutional things. They're funding death through funding Planned Parenthood. They're sending the money you give to them because they're a good capitalist company. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're radicals on the boards that are now directing money to things like La Raza. Oh, just don't worry about it. They talk about it here. Adherents of the Democratic road strategy don't claim to know the precise sequence of events that will lead us to socialism, nor do we pretend it'll be a cakewalk to eliminate capitalism, even with our people in power. Let me read that again. Oh, they just want it to be like Sweden. Adherents of the Democratic road strategy don't claim to know the precise sequence of events that will lead us to socialism like Sweden, nor do we pretend it'll be a cakewalk to eliminate capitalism, even with our people in power. 
Past attempts to make such transformations in countries like Chile and France have been stymied, as we'll later get uh, as we'll later get to. But we do know that the United States will not be able to achieve anything like socialist government uh, and join other nations in the project of building international socialism, international socialism, which is Pat. I mean, uh, Stu, there's there's national socialism that was uh, what was that called? Um, Mm. Oh, Nazism. Mm -hmm. And then there was international socialism, which was called um, Uh, communism. That's right. But we do know the United States will not be able to achieve anything like a socialist government and join other name uh, other nations in the project of building international socialism without both a mass movement of workers and the formal power to stop capitalists from undermining that movement as it engages in class struggle. We see the engagement in electoral politics <clears throat> as an important tactic for accomplishing both of these goals and ultimately bringing about a scenario in which the working class can actually win. This is from Salon magazine again. We've seen the left elect officials. Uh, they can not only win office, but can widen the scope of political possibility, even when they're only a small minority of legislators in a given elected body for a socialist movement that's been in the wilderness for at least half a century. These news developments are crucial, but it's not enough for socialists to be a tiny minority in the House of Representatives or run inspiring but failed campaigns for president or old 10 percent of the seats in a city council. Our aims have to be bigger than that. We don't want to simply fight against some other political majority we want to become the majority and we believe we can get there once we do we'll have to think very seriously about what our program should look like and how we will fight the capitalist backlash that will follow this isn't about uh, whites or blacks this isn't about how much welfare we have this is about ending capitalism and gaining control over the true free West. And if we're not prepared for it, it says we're doomed to fail. May I bring you the same message? If we are not prepared for this, we are doomed to fail. Bernie Sanders. I mean, just tell me, Democrats, give me your end game on that one. Well, I just don't want Donald Trump to win. Okay, you don't like him. I got it. Lots to unlike, dislike about, about Donald Trump. Got it. But how's your wallet? Oh, it shouldn't just be about money. You're right. Should be about what? The American dream, which is what? Owning a house, that's not the American dream. That's what FDR made the American dream into. The American dream is being able to chart your own course. Being able to be who you want to be, not what the state tells you to be. Well, we just can't have Donald Trump. He's such a danger. Is he? Is he? Is he? How about the danger to all free people by getting rid of capitalism? No, they don't want to do that. Read their words. Yes, they do. I'm going to give you a very powerful tool on Wednesday night. On Wednesday night, I'm going to show you the people behind Bernie Sanders. 
Bernie Sanders is bad enough on his own. But when you put a team together like he has, you are headed for revolution and violence. And don't let them tell you, we don't want violence. Really? Really? Let me show you the violence they advocate and endorse. Wednesday night, an hour to empower you with the facts, the real names, the data, everything you need. It's going to be up to you to get the information out. It's going to be up to you to make sure that you let everybody know. It's on a Wednesday night special. Blaze TV subscribers, thank you so much for allowing us to do this. And your support of the Blaze helps pay for all of this research. We put it up at the same time it's on Blaze TV live. It's live on, I think, our YouTube channel on Blaze TV YouTube channel. And we do that so everyone can have a chance to watch it for free. Because we want you to be able to tell your friends. And if your friends, they're not going to watch it. They're not, oh, I got to subscribe and give that evil Glenn Beck money. I'm against capitalism. Just watch it for free, man. But all of the discussions, all of, all of the archives, everything, once you miss it on that live, it's only available at Blaze TV. Because, yes, I am a capitalist. And, yes, the Blaze TV subscribers... They deserve more because they've actually engaged in capitalism and they've put some skin in the game. But you want to know what's coming your way? Milwaukee. Every person in Milwaukee should watch this because you want to see what's coming your way. Again, WABC 1999. I'm telling you, there's going to be blood in the streets of this city. I don't know when. But it's going to have the name of Osama bin Laden on it. I think it's going to happen in the next 10 years. I was only eight years wrong. It came eight years early. I can't tell you if for sure it's Milwaukee. I'd put a pretty good bet on the table and I'm not a betting man and I'd put money on that one. Not telling you for sure it's going to happen in Milwaukee, but it might. But blood in the streets will happen from these people, these revolutionaries. Forget about what the Democrats tell you. Listen to the revolutionaries that want to end capitalism. That's Wednesday night, uh, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern on blazetv.com. I have a guest on tomorrow that's going to talk about, he's going to, we're going to break some news tomorrow. Uh, you don't want to miss that here on the radio program. Somewhere in America, within the sound of my voice, there's a man walking out onto a deck, looking out at a snow-capped mountain peak, snow-dusted fir trees from the tree line on down, pearl-colored sky. It's beautiful. Fur-lined duster keeps him warm. The pleasing sound of the snow crunching beneath his feet is like a prayer to him. All I, If that was the scene, you add just one thing, my wife, and it all goes away. Because my, you just add my wife to that scene, and all you, it's cold, I'm too cold here. What are we doing here? We should go to the beach. He tamed this land. 
And in other ways, it tamed him. The flash fire of time burned away the impurities, and he rests comfortably comfortably beneath the weight of his own integrity. And nothing speaks of that integrity at this moment more than a pair of Tacovis boots that he's wearing on his feet. They're handmade with great care. Let me say that again. They're handmade with great care. Takes over 200 steps to make these. A lot of companies will just skip all of those. I have a machine do it. Tacovis is different. It's timeless. Integrity and style, timeless. They're twice the quality of similar price boots, half the, half the price of boots of this quality. And they do it because they go directly to you. Tacovis. Go to Tacovis online right now. See what speaks to your own integrity. T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck. Find your pair of Tecovis boots now at Tecovis dot com slash Beck. Tecovis, Western goods for your frontier. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. I just tweeted that article out. So just go to, uh, you know, my uh, uh, Twitter feed and um, and you'll find that story. I'll post it at glennbeck.com and make sure you join us uh, on Wednesday. Now, stock market is down 800 points. It it opened a thousand points down. That's a three percent drop. Um, Italy had a 5% drop in their market uh, today. There is a ton to talk about with the coronavirus. The coronavirus is going to become an economic threat. And when you have a socialist promising everybody free universal health care, free foods, guaranteed jobs, when you see what's about to hit the rest of the world and China... Be afraid. <laughs> uh, and then and then take that fear and use it to empower yourself with information and stand up for what you know to be true. We'll give you that information and empower you next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. We have uh, an update on uh, the coronavirus, a little more on uh, Bernie Sanders. Can you give me a one-minute update, Stu, on what happened uh, in Nevada and what's coming in South Carolina? Uh, Bernie Sanders blew everybody out. It's kind of what I sort of expected to happen a little bit more in New Hampshire. It really did happen in Nevada, where he was really a blowout. Um, You know, his initial polls uh, were pretty good. Uh, the initial vote was pretty good, but he really improved his standing in the caucus sort of setting, which is not like what happened in, in Iowa. Uh, so he, a blowout win, brings him into North uh, South Carolina with very close polls with him and Biden. You could look at this, I think, very fairly and say Sanders has to clear the Biden hurdle in South Carolina if he's able to do that. The only thing standing between him and the presidency is about a half a billion dollars and Michael Bloomberg. 
And I think that's a, an unfair way to look at the race at all. So he is close. The overwhelming f- favorite and front runner is Bernie Sanders. I believe knowledge is power. And so let us try to increase your knowledge on coronavirus. So you are not left in the dark. A coronavirus update. And then what socialism really means. All this hour, we begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Haven's a listener of ours. She lives in Texas, and she takes relief factor for her shoulder and lower back pain, and her husband started having severe pain in his upper back and his hip. And she convinced him finally to try, uh, but he was like me. You know, honey, it's uh, it's a cute little girl thing, but this is man pain. <laughs> I can't even imagine saying that with my wife around. <laughs> like, really? I'll show you some man pain. Anyway, um, he said to her over and over again, he started taking it and he was like, it's not working. It's not working. I tell you, it's man pain. It's not there until the day he stopped taking it. And then he went, uh, honey, where's that relief factor? Apparently it was working. He just, uh, hadn't noticed that it was fading over, you know, the first three weeks it was fading away until he stopped. They both say now there's a quote relief factor. I don't know. It just works. It's the way I feel. It does. Relief factor. It attacks the inflammation that causes much of our pain. Works for 70% of the people who try it. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. All right, let me give you... uh let me give you the updated stats and the latest on coronavirus. Uh, today, 79,524 total confirmed infected cases. That's globally about 2,600 confirmed deaths. Serious or critical cases stands at about 11,000. The total case fatality rate is 3.3. Now, that's really high. Um, And we think that it's artificially high because of the large numbers of undiagnosed patients, patients who get sick and then recover at home. Most researchers are saying that the the true case fatality rate is between one and one point five. That's still 10 times higher than the regular seasonal flu. But three point three is a frightening number. Uh, and uh, one is a little bit more literally livable um, at this point, and we think that's what it really is. South Korea is now reporting 833 confirmed cases with eight dead. Italy, it has become a wildfire in Italy, now reporting 215 cases and four dead. The U.S., 35 confirmed cases, no dead. The the fatality rate outside of mainland China is about one percent, except Iran times. The Times of Israel is reporting now 50 dead from coronavirus in just one city of Qom, 
far higher than the official death toll reported by the WHO. Officially, Iran is rejecting that claim. Iran has 61 confirmed cases with 12 dead official. Now that makes their official fatality rate at 19.6 that's 17 times higher than the non-chinese case fatality rate for the rest of the globe so something's not right iran a report by al jazeera one doctor died last week from covid19 um, it was in a rural providen- uh, province, and the doctor had worked at least f- for two weeks in a local hospital without quarantine of patients. He may have caught it as early as four weeks ago. Um, Iran has closed all schools, all theaters, all football matches, all social gatherings in 14 provinces. Pakistan, Turkey, Kuwait have closed their borders to Iran. The global supply chain is now starting to be impacted. The global supply chain logistics company, PwC, is estimating the total GDP dollar impact of COVID-19 will be $570 billion. That's 10 times greater than SARS was. Global stocks down by an average of 2.2 as of this morning. We are down 29 Currently at 900, uh, uh, 900 points lost on the Dow just today. There was a prediction yesterday that the Dow Jones would be off by 2%. We're already at 3. The WHO definition of pandemic. A pandemic is defined as an epidemic disease occurring worldwide over a very wide area, crossing international boundaries and uh, usually affecting a large number of people. We are now in a pandemic. Let me give you some other things to look at. A serious mistake, according to the WHO in Rome, was made by not quarantining people who arrived uh, in Italy from China. Within two weeks, we'll know if we're facing an epidemic, but early signs aren't promising. As of this morning, Austria has ceased all trains and buses going to and from Italy, just as a precautionary measure. They now have 11 towns Over 58,000 people quarantined. 11 towns in Italy have been shut down. Armed forces and police forces have been mobilized in northern Italy to form what Milan's mayor Giuseppe Sala called a health belt of roadblocks preventing people from entering or leaving the quarantine zone. This is bizarre, is it not? I mean, never in my lifetime. I've done this for 42 years, something like that. Never in my lifetime have I read anything like this. I've been doing this since I was 13 years old. Never have I read anything like this. Um, anybody who um, crosses the quarantine zone, roadblocks are manned with army and police personnel armed with submachine guns. Those violating the roadblocks will be subject to three months in prison. Meanwhile, meet. 350,000 shipping containers have now been removed from the global supply chain because they are locked in a Chinese port. 200,000 of those shipping containers would have been going back and forth to American ports. 
including 48,000 refrigerated containers. It looks like 1.9 million tons of food is now rotting in the Chinese ports. Now, here's where it gets dicey, as if that's not bad enough. Let me tell you what's going on inside of China. Over 85% of small businesses, which employs 80% of China's population, is expected to run out of cash within the next three weeks to the next three months. A third expect the cash to be all gone in three weeks. Now, think about that in America. If a third of all small businesses were out of cash in the next three weeks so they could not pay their bills or their employees, what would happen to America? Should this happen, not only will the Chinese economy collapse, but a $40 trillion financial system will collapse right along with it. Uh, Last week, they were supposed to report back to work, but less than a third of the employees returned, many because they couldn't make it back to work because of the roadblocks, the trains not working, people not showing up in transportation so they couldn't get there. Um, The smaller employees account for 99.8 of registered companies in China, According to the latest official statistics, they contribute more than 60% of gross domestic product uh, and for the government, more than 50% of the tax revenue. This is the beating heart of the Chinese economy. They say the small business, you know, league or whatever it is in China Uh, They're now saying that the outbreak is likely to cut the full year revenue from most small companies and uh, and most of the average citizens of China by 50 percent. Can you imagine what America would vote for if by November we were all facing a 50 percent cut? And all of our small businesses were going out of business. I mean, we resisted better than a lot of the world. But I mean, in that situation, anyone, you could vote for anything. Anyone could vote for anything in that situation. So they're saying now that self-rescue is not enough. The government needs to lend help. This This in particular is one place that I can understand, not not TARP, not bailing out the banks. No, they they made a mistake. They made their choice, and you bailed them out. This is an actual crisis. And if we were in this crisis, this is what the government safety net does. Now, they're trying to get the government of China to pay everybody's electricity bills, to suspend all mortgage payments for a three-month period, do anything they can. But that all travels the food chain, and it eventually hits the banks. We just did Citibank or one of the big banks here just went in with uh, let's see if I can find it uh, went in with their big banks and is offering them money to be able to help fund these businesses. 
But the problem is uh, it's the loans are going to be defaulted on. And when those loans are defaulted on, that trickles down and affects all of us. According to the official Communist Party newspaper, the Global Times, quoting, Instead of waiting for fiscal bailouts, Beijing has no choice but to cut spending and unleash austerity, a move that will have catastrophic consequences for China. A tax reduction reduction doesn't help if you don't have income. The president should today not only be make uh, coronavirus a priority here in the United States, so we do not make the the uh, mistakes of other countries. Uh, but he also needs to cut the spending of the federal government, even if it's for a year. From here on out, we're cutting some things with the federal government spending. Do the things the Fed warned just, what, last month that they will not be able to pump money into the system if we have a significant downturn because the federal government is spending too much money. If they can't pay back the bonds... Then no banks lend. Now, here's the real problem. They could fix this the communist way, which is say, go to work or else. But by going to work, it causes more people to be sick and will make things even worse for the Chinese government. This looks like it will be coming here in America. If you run a business, please consider what do you do? Please talk to your family. I've never seen this in Europe. I've never seen, I've never read those headlines ever before in my life. We're going to be experiencing it here, I fear. What does it mean? By the way, if you've booked a trip on our cruise, uh, we have some information, I think, coming out today. I've already gone over it, and we are way on top of everything. Uh, so we will give you all of that information. Um, but, I mean, everything is kind of up in the air. The thing we have to pray for is an early summer. What did the groundhog say? If an early summer comes, that kills the virus uh and that's the best thing that could happen is summer. When summer comes, it will kill the virus. It will allow us a little time to prepare for next flu season. Whew. Now, if this uh, doesn't make you want to look at all of your finances and, uh, you know, geez, well, the Dow is down 800 points today. Why? Because Italy is sick. <laughs> because Italy is sick because we're now seeing that this is going to become a pandemic. So today, and I can guarantee you that there is big money being called in right now. Don't panic. Leave your money in. Don't. People are that that stock market is going to be a barometer of what is coming our way. And the adding of Bernie Sanders and socialism on top of it is not going to help. 
Donald Trump is going to face a tough, tough year. Toughest he's had yet. Good news is he's already been through the crucible, so he's, uh, he's already seen the refiner's fire. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at what your money, where your money is invested. And I want you to look at it and see if it's time to have some of it. 10%. 10% is what they recommend. That's what I have. Um, and put it in gold or silver. Is gold up? I'm sure gold is up today. It's got to be up. Um, when things go unstable and the world is uncertain, that's why that stock market is going down. People pull their money out, but you got to have some place to put it. It's at a seven-year high. Seven-year high. Mm-hmm. Please consider calling Goldline today. I could tell you about all their specials. Forget about their specials. Just do the right thing for your personal economy and find out if gold or silver is right for you call them right now gold line they have an accumulation program so you can afford it they have ira systems where you can transfer things do it now goldline.com goldline.com or 866 goldline 1866 goldline 10 second break for station id Seventeen hundred an ounce, almost. Yeah. So I remember talking to um, Mark Alberian, who used to run Goldline, uh, and we were in my office, and he said, "Glenn," I said, "Boy, the gold could just go through the roof." And he said, "We have to hope that it never does." And I said, "Good for you, Mark. That's why I like doing business with you." And he's like, "Oh no, it'd be great for my company." He said, "It's a disaster." He said, "Can you imagine what the world has to be like to be?" three to five thousand dollars an ounce for gold he said if it's that he said the world is absolutely on fire we're at 1700 i mean you're halfway to insanity levels and the world just keeps spiraling further and further into insanity uh okay i just can't do any more of that that right now um hey can i give you some good news the Nazarene Fund rescued a 12-year-old girl. Her name is Malek. Do we have the picture of her? She was kidnapped at 7 by ISIS. She saw both of her parents killed, and she was a slave when the Allied forces pushed ISIS out. She was confused. She was an ISIS child, and she was actually thrown into a prison in Syria. ISIS knew who she was, and in prison they were Uh, preparing to sell her into Turkey to harvest her organs. Um, It's crazy. Well, a Yazidi woman who is an accidental prisoner in that prison uh, sent a picture of Malek to one of our teams. We helped the family members in northern Iraq recognize and identify her by a small birthmark above her eye, and it was that birthmark that saved her. Using the Nazarene's funds, I can't believe I'm saying this, but using the Nazarene networks of smugglers, we got her out and into safety. She is safe and happy now, and that's all because of you. The best way we can forget about our own problems is to serve other people, and there's nothing more important than we can do uh, than to recognize 
God and uh, turn back to him. And as Ben Franklin said, best thing we can do to please him is to help our fellow citizens, to help our fellow humans and be kind and gracious and free them, free them in this case. If you would like to participate and you're not involved yet in the Nazarene Fund, please uh, support the Nazarene Fund. By the way, if you're a Tony Robbins fan, he's having a really big deal. Do we have the information on that anywhere? He's having a a big uh, birthday party. It's like his 60th birthday party, and he's having it in L.A. Uh, And can you just look it up? Just look for Tony Robbins' birthday or something. Um, And I'll give you a I'll give you a promo code if you want to go and I'll save you some cash. Uh, But I think you just click on the Mercury One logo there because he's he's helping the Nazarene Fund. The proceeds are going to go to the Nazarene Fund and Operation OUR, which those are sister organizations. And um, he has been just a giant, literally a giant and figuratively uh, in this particular cause. He has raised so much money. His goal is, I think it's this Friday um, in Los Angeles, and his goal is to raise uh, $5 million. So check it out. We'll give you, I'll tweet it. Yeah, it looks like it's Saturday the 29th, February 29th. S- Saturday the 29th? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And what's the address, Stu? Do you know? Uh, t- uh, Tony Robbins. TonyRobbinsBday.com. Okay. There you go. Check it out. It goes to a good cause, the Nazarene Fund uh, and OUR. I wish I could join you there. Uh, Perhaps I, I might late. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So... You know, everybody wonders, how do they build the pyramids? I mean, they do TV shows about it all the time. They're majestic. I mean, you know, they're flawlessly designed masterworks, blah, 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 blah. But here's my theory. The people who designed and built the pyramids were were just really getting an amazing night's sleep. That's it. I mean, they were sleeping on Egyptian cotton. I mean, who knew? They were like, hey, this is the best cotton in the world. And uh, right now, the world is just this little area. But we have the best cotton. So they were just getting a really good night's sleep. The reason why we're not building pyramids is because we don't get a good night's sleep. But you can now with MyPillow. MyPillow products are truly remarkable. And the Giza Dream Sheets are buy one, get one free. And I'm telling you, a set of these sheets, it is, they're the best. They're really affordable, especially now. Buy one, get one free. And they're the best. They're super, super soft. You can get them now at MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Buy one pair of Giza Dream Sheets. Get the second free. Enter the promo code back. Or you can call 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. Pyramids not included. It's Bernie week on The Blaze. Uh, we have Glenn's big special on the Wednesday night special. is going to be on Bernie as well as Stu Does America Tonight. Make sure you subscribe at blazetv.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to I want to play some audio that came from 60 Minutes. Anderson Cooper and the one and only Bernie Sanders. Uh, Listen to what was said last night on 60 Minutes. 
Here he is explaining why the Cuban people didn't rise up and help the U.S. overthrow Cuban leader Fidel Castro. He educated the kids, gave them health care, totally transformed the society. We're very opposed to the authoritarian nature of Cuba. But, you know, you got, it's unfair to simply say everything is bad. You know, when Fidel Castro came into office, you know what he did? He had a massive literacy program. Is that a bad oh, thing? Jesus. Even though Fidel Castro did it? There's a lot of dissidents imprisoned in, in Cuba. That's right. And we condemn that. Stop. Good. God almighty. I'd like to ask you a follow up question, Bernie Sanders. You keep saying America is this horrible place. Most people think it's not because we didn't round up dissidents and shoot them in the head. Uh, Can you tell me can you tell me a few things that you like about Donald Trump? Can you do that? Because I bet you can't. You can say nice things about about Castro and Venezuela and the Soviet Union, the Soviet Union. This guy's a revolutionary and only the people who have lived through these things really understand this exactly how they happen. Giancarlo uh, Sopo is a writer uh, for the uh, for the blaze. And it's so great to have you here. How long ago did we meet? So we met two years ago. Has it been that long? Yeah. Two years. Yeah. Uh, and you were a Democrat. I was a Democrat back then. Right. And and I reached out to you because I read something of yours, right? Yeah. So I wrote this article basically warning what was then my party that um, we were really just moving in the wrong direction, that embracing people like AOC, like Bernie Sanders was mm-hmm. going to lead the party to destruction uh, because these weren't uh, these genteel European social Democrats, that they were actual neo-Marxists. Mm-hmm. And um, guys like you reached out to me and people in my, in my former party ignored me and uh, said all sorts of nasty things. Um, I guess, I'm, you know, who was right? Yeah. So now here you are and you're writing for the place, which is it's great. It's crazy. Uh, and you wrote a story this weekend. Sanders doubles down support for communist dictator, uh, dictator Fidel Castro. You have a, a wife from Venezuela, right? Cuba. Cuba. Yeah. Cuba. Uh, so tell me about tell me about what your thoughts are here on uh, on Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I mean, it, this stuff is just really horrific. I mean, he's he's parroting communist propaganda. My family's from Cuba. Um, my grandfather was a political prisoner who was killed just for the crime of having been anti-communist. Um, yeah, but 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 Fidel brought free health care, right? So did your grandpa get free health care after they shot him? Yeah. Well, you know, the worst part is that when they call when they called the house to let my grandmother know what happened, so she faints immediately. And then they tell her her sister who picks up the phone, hey, uh, she's like, oh, my God, what like what happened? And the, the guy on the, other, on the other line just says um, he committed suicide. Come pick up the body immediately or else we're going to dump it. Like, wow. ju- just like that. My grandmother was traumatized for the rest of her life. Um, she never remarried. She lived the rest of her life in exile. Um, my, my mom's side of the family also had a, a pretty tragic experience. So when you when you see people like Bernie Sanders try to create these absurd moral justifications for what Fidel Castro did or to say, well, you know, he may have done some bad things, but he also did a lot of good things. It's an absurd double standard uh, that we have in this country where 
you know, like nobody would ever sit down and, and praise Hitler's industrial policy mm-hmm. or, or, or George Wallace's anti-poverty programs in Alabama mm-hmm. because we would just see them as those, those types of comments would just right. be socially unacceptable. But they don't mind Margaret Sanger's, you know, I'm going to wipe out an entire race. They can pick and choose around that. Yeah. Um, but for I don't know why some people, I, I guess, are just OK as, as long as they agree with their philosophies, uh, they can say horrible things. Yeah. Like the 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 moral logic is is, is really absurd. If so, you could kill thousands of people, have men, women and children die at sea trying to to, to flee your country. But if you built a library, then I guess it's all OK. I mean, I mean it's it, it's absurd. Um, and while well, the worst part is that, is that I, 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 I really am concerned because I don't think Americans really understand how extreme Bernie Sanders is. I mean, there was an analysis put out by a, a British economist last week that compared his policy platform to that of Jeremy Corbyn's Labor Party in Britain, mm-hmm. Britain and it was well to the left of it. Oh, mm-hmm. he, no, the... His on Wednesday night, we're doing the Wednesday night special. You're going to love this. Um, on Wednesday night, I'm doing a special expose on the people uh, and the policies around Bernie Sanders. And they are terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Like 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 Bernie. San- I'll give you I'll give you a great example. Bernie Sanders corporate tax rate is is like 59 percent higher than what they have in Denmark. You know, do you know, the, like the country that does have Bernie Sanders corporate tax rate, Cuba. It's you know so like th- this whole this this notion that he's the genteel European social democrat is nonsense. It's being uh, you know peddled by people like Paul Krugman, who is 2020's Walter Durante, mm. the New York Times, the, the other New York yeah, Times yeah, reporter yeah. who who excuse Stalin, Stalin and the and the the famine in Ukraine called the Holodomor. Yeah, yeah, and there's, so there's this history in American media now. CNN did have a great package this morning. I, I, I I'm not sure the name of the reporter who ran it, but CNN had a great package that showed how Bernie Sanders was to the left of even Denmark. Um, but you still see these outlets like the New York Times. Um, just I mean, you know, they did the same thing with Castro. Let's just be clear: when Castro was running his revolution, the New York Times uh, sent a reporter down there, whose name is slipping my mind right now. Uh, who came back and assured the American people he's not a Marxist, I promise you. Right? So they're doing the exact same thing with Bernie Sanders. When what he, he's you know, to his credit, he's actually somewhat honest. Like like he's oh yeah. Like he he's he's fairly transparent and his supporters are especially transparent. There was an article last night at Blaze um by two leaders of the Democratic Socialists of America, which is like this big group that supports him, essentially saying like Sanders is the first step in our revolution, mm-hmm. which is to take over the, the 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 American government, expand their base in Congress, win as many seats as possible, and impose not Danish style socialism but full blown Soviet socialism on the United States. I mean, I mean we're we're fooling ourselves. Here. If you, I just tweeted out an article about an hour ago, I read it, it was from Salon dot com, where they they are talking about the destruction of capitalism that this is the first step and they line out exactly what has to be done and they're doing it they're not hiding behind it it's the press refusing to take it seriously or maybe they're for it i don't know but you know it's this stuff always comes from the left 
sorry, national socialism and international socialism. That's the only difference between Hitler and Stalin. National socialism, slightly different because you could keep some controls as a capitalist, but the state controlled everything. It was fascistic. So the state controlled everything, but you were allowed to keep some of them if you were in favor uh, with the administration. And they just wanted to have Germany spread all over. International socialism is same thing. We just want it all over the world as the worker, we, of course, as a Soviet Union, we, of course, as as whoever is in charge, it's not about us. It's about the worker. But they're both they both want to dominate the globe and they will snuff out the life of anyone who stands in their way. You want to live like China? Is that what you want? <laughs> uh, no, not for me. Not for me. And really, the answer from the left right now is, well, at least Donald Trump's not president. That's basically their argument. It's, at least it's not Donald Trump. At least the orange man isn't in charge anymore. That's not a good argument. I talked to somebody who said he's just so dangerous. What part of international socialism, what part of the end of capitalism sounds good to you? I have a daughter right now trying to make a decision on very dangerous surgeries um, that... Could heal her, could also wipe out her ability to speak. And the one thing that I keep thinking is, please, capitalism, hold on long enough to be able to have that transition in medicine that is coming. It's coming. But we're about to lose all of it because it's not going to happen in international socialism, it's not going to happen. They're right now in this a Salon article talking about how they block, how they have to block capital right now. They've got to block the capitalists from moving their money out of the country. The only reason why you'd move your money out of the country is because you're not sure what's going to happen here. And you don't want to give all your money to the government. You've got to you owe it to your shareholders to survive. And so they're trying now to block the flight of capital. That's that should be a really big sign, gang. And, you know, these international systems of universal health care, some of them, they will say, oh, they're great. They're wonderful. You heard John Oliver make a big article uh, argument for this over the past week where oh, the British system's fantastic. I've never met anyone who had a bad experience with it. Would which is fascinating to, to understand because so you know this the numbers are so terrible on the system. Yeah, Maybe but, he just didn't you, talk to the right people. You also have to remember that they've grown up in this, and so they don't have it. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't understand until they come here. They're like, oh my gosh, I well, no he idea. says it's bad here, and it's it's great there. He has no I, idea. No, yeah, I, of course, these people are morons. Right. Let's just say it. These people are morons. There is a, actually, I don't know of a single country in Europe. Uh, that that has Bernie, the, the type of healthcare system that Bernie Sanders is proposing here, because it's not exactly the same. Sure, uh, most European countries have some kind of public health option for for people, mm-hmm. but none of them ban private insurance. Right. Yeah. In fact, most of the France, you're paying an enormous amount for your insurance in France for you know for your universal health care. You also have to have insurance on top of it. Yeah, supplemental care is very common. Uh, You know, it's a huge industry. I mean, you know, even Canada, you know, said making private insurance illegal is unconstitutional. So you go through all of that. But 
all of these systems that are, even if you believe they're successful, they are all built on the backs of our innovations. All of the Nobel Prizes, all of these discoveries come from our system. And yes, if you take, if you have another country doing all the hard work for you, you can take their innovations well, and then p- piece it into your healthcare system, and it might look okay. When that country goes away, wh- how are you building this healthcare system? Well, there is system? one other country that has that, and that's Israel. But the bad news is, wow. if we go down, Israel goes down. Yeah. These are the two countries that have all the Nobel Prize. Yeah, and the other, and I just want to point out, the other leader in Europe, uh, in the world on, on healthcare innovation is Switzerland. You know what's different about the Swiss healthcare system? It is nothing like the British system. No. It is nothing like any, like the French system or the Spanish system. It's a hun- it's 100% private healthcare. The, only, the, the major difference between the U.S. and the Swiss healthcare system is that... Um, in, in Switzerland, if you're poor, the government just gives you money to buy private insurance. That's Now, mm-hmm. we, we have some mechanisms like that in this country, but the Swiss actually have the best healthcare in all of Europe, and it's, it's, there's no coincidence why. It's because it's 100% private sector. They also and have you the know highest out-of-pocket percentage of any, of any country on Earth, and which if is we a would good thing because it, it holds these, you know, these providers responsible for their costs. If Obama would have said, you know what, look, we don't want to affect the the markets here we don't want to we don't want to hurt people but we do need to have a a system to where they take their money and they can buy whatever insurance they want they have to do that and that's our that's our part of covering that you know what it would have been bad only because you see what happens when the government starts handing out money like for schools uh however it wouldn't have been this this is destroying the free market and that is the plan Giancarlo, thank you so much my pleasure thank I you i appreciate it uh you can uh, read his work sanders doubles down on support for communist dictator fidel castro 60 minutes interview it's available at uh the blaze.com uh, let me ask you just one quick question before you uh before you go what is the what's the cuban uh community is it uh, do you see any movements from the commute c- c- uh, the cubans or from the people who've lived under these dictators to start really banging the drums here yeah so cuban americans have traditionally been more uh more conservative but uh in recent years younger cuban americans like people of my generation have become democrats i i don't know a single cuban american who is supporting bernie sanders mm. Okay, thank you very much. All right, our sponsor this half hour is Real Estate Agents I Trust. Hiring your cousin, your, your cousin Rufus to be your real estate agent might have seemed, seemed like a good idea at first, and now you've, you know, oh, Rufus, I don't have any idea how to sell your house. <laughs> well, it's because, you know, Rufus is doing it part-time. Get the person that is doing it full-time, has the best track record in your area of buying and selling homes. That real estate agent can be found through realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now, realestateagentsitrust.com. Get your home sold uh, fast, on time, for the most amount of money, and find that next home. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. I'm sorry, I'm being, uh, it looks like Weinstein is guilty on some counts. We'll We'll give you that coming up in a second. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Thank you.
looks like Weinstein is guilty on two out of the five charges. Here's a quick update for you. Yep, that's right. Two of the five charges. Uh, criminal sexual act in the first degree uh, was count two. He was guilty there. Rape in the third degree um, was uh, was count five. He was also guilty there. Uh, he will certainly, you know, if this holds up and everything throughout the process, he will spend some decent time in prison. Yeah, he probably will not come come out of prison uh, with this. I mean, it, it, it seems like an open and shut case because, you know, he just seems like the worst person on earth, which I believe he is even separate from the rape. He was a really bad guy. Uh, but it is fascinating when you look at the evidence that they presented that, yeah. that it came to this conclusion. And I want to go through that uh, on tomorrow program because it's uh, it's a little weird it's a little weird how do you let him go but did they have the goods on him here is the Glenn Beck program